Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. I'm really excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by LinkedIn expert Vivica Von Rosen. We're going to talk about the amazing mobile ecosystem that LinkedIn has a lot of and a lot of new developments that they've had and what it means for marketers. By the way, if you ever want to email me, podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com comes right to my inbox. And with that, let's transition over to this week's brand new discovery. After mediating a crocodile family dispute, look at what Michael Stelzner discovered. Are you one of the 430,000 people that get the social media examiner email in your inbox every day? Um, If you are, then you might have seen an occasional promotional email from us that has a countdown timer inside the email. Well, what I'm going to share with you is the solution that we use to do the countdown timer. And I originally discovered this from Michael Hyatt, and he's the guy that turned me on to this. But uh, real quick, countdown timers, what it allows you to do is, let's say you have a sale that ends on a certain day. You can go ahead and in your email, you can show an actual live countdown timer that says how many hours and how many days are left or just how many hours are left. Um, And it does give a little bit of a sense of urgency to the message. So um, we use it all the time. And the solution that we use is called Motion Mail, and it's motionmailapp.com. Now, here's how it works. You lo- Once you get an account, and they have a free account where you can um, send 20,000 emails, and then after you're, you know, you're done with that, it starts costing money, and, and the prices go up from there. I'll get to the prices in a minute. But the way it works is they have a series of um, different kind of looks, if you will, for the countdown timer. You pick the one that you like, and uh, you go ahead and um, put in the date and put in the time of the expiration, and then it will auto-generate basically a graphic for you, a little piece of code, an embed code. You put that embed code into your email, and it will generate an animated thing inside your email that will literally show the countdown movement inside the email. It is really, really slick. Um, I've used it with great success. I know it works for Michael Hyatt because I see him using it all the time. They have different plans. There's that free plan I mentioned. Uh, For $10 a month, you can do what's called uh, their bootstrap account, which means you can send up to 100,000 opens, if you will, a month. So every time someone opens an email, it triggers a load, and that counts. Uh, I do the startup one, which is 700,000 opens a month. And the reason I do that one is because uh, we have a big email list. And um, that's $60 a month. 
And we don't mind paying that $60 a month because for us, um, you know, if it helps sell a couple more, whatever we're selling, uh, then it's totally worth it. So check it out, motionmailapp.com. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. And with that, let's transition to something else that's exciting and new. I'm excited to bring you another behind-the-scenes segment where I bring on a member of the Social Media Examiner staff and we talk about what they're doing so you can see how we do what we do. Today, I'm joined by Kimberly Reynolds. She's on the marketing team. And Kim, what are you working on? I am working on creating custom graphics to highlight some of our more high-profile speakers. Awesome. So let's step back for a second and talk about um, the kinds of graphics we create for the speakers and then in general, you know, some of the generic things that we do for them. And then let's talk about kind of what our new strategy has been with these new images and and how how we're going to be doing that. Okay. Well, to start out, every year we create a square image that the speaker can use to promote the event on their website or social media accounts. And what is it? What is it? Describe what it looks like a little bit. Oh gosh. It's a big headshot. And then their names, uh, come see Mike live. And it gives information about social media marketing world, the date. And what what do people do with that stuff? Um, I've seen them put on their, their blogs, their website, uh, they tweet see, them. In, tweet them, Instagram, Facebook, all the social channels. And uh, you see a lot on Twitter. So so what we try to do, the strategy here, folks, is since we do events, we want to make it easy for our presenters to get excited about the event. So we create um, sometimes more than one size, right? A couple different shapes, maybe. Is that right? Well, yeah. Well, last year we started doing a special size. It was roughly 1,200 by 600 for Twitter. But now that Twitter allows... Any size image and square images look beautiful. We're just sticking with a square. It's very versatile. Yeah, it's, it's an image that can work on any platform, really, right? Exactly, yes. So um, so we give all the speakers that, and we don't expect them necessarily to do anything with it, but it's custom designed for them. And when you get a nice, awesome-looking graphic that's got your face in it, chances are pretty good you're going to do something with it. And we do see people, some use it more than others, but... So that's that's at the very basic level and and we've been brainstorming behind the scenes about how can we how can we somehow get either our speakers excited about um, what's going on or our audience excited about who's speaking. So talk about this new thing that you're working on. 
main focus is to really let speakers that our audience may not know are speaking. We want to be able to highlight them and let everyone know, hey, they're going to be at Social Media Marketing World. So I right now I'm working on custom graphics that have the speaker's name and two versions, one with one of their more popular quotes, if they have one, and another version that talks about their topic that they will be speaking about. Okay, so... So the the idea or strategy here is to create a custom graphic that um, showcases that this person is going to be speaking at Social Media Marketing World and what they're going to be speaking about. That's one of them, right? Mm -hmm. And the other one is to create something that has like just a quote on it. And at that, how is that connected to the event? Well, I put the hashtag on the graphic so that it draws it in a little bit. But really, it's um, we're so excited about all of these speakers and. Some of them are just so brilliant and have the best quotes. So it's just nice to show them a little love and create something nice that they can repurpose. So uh, talk, I mean, let's let's throw a couple names out. Like, who are you, what are you working on? What faces and names have you been working on today? Um, well, today I just finished up Vivica Von Rosen, of oh, course. Well, she's the guest on today's podcast. Perfect timing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Excellent. Who else are working on today? It's kind of a blur. Uh, Chris Brogan. Uh, just finished up Mari Smith. And the next on my slate is Amy Porterfield. So what are we going to do with these images? Well, we will share them out. I, for the event page, for the conference event page on Facebook, I like to highlight a speaker each week. And so it's kind of like their week. They get their special graphic put up. We give a little bit of background information, maybe share one of their more popular blog posts or an interview, something like that, their podcast, maybe if you've interview them. And then we also like to do that on the other channels. Last year, we stuck mostly with the event page. This year, we're going to expand it a little more to more of our social channels. Yeah. And, you know, the real strategy here is to instead of say to everybody, hey, you know, just the same message over and over again, go check out. Whoa. I don't know if you heard that, but wow, (laughs) we just had major thunder here. (laughs) <laughs> and all the cars in the parking lot, their alarms are going off. That freaked me out. Wow. <laughs> okay. Exciting. Well, we have our first thunder on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm glad I was here for it. <laughs> Anyways, um, gosh, what the heck was I, uh, what was I, oh, rather than just talk about, you know, the standard things every time, we, we want to showcase a little variety, you know, like we want to showcase the people that are actually speaking and give them some love and and by doing that, it also benefits us because it, you know, it gives them some love. It, we can share it across all of our social channels. It doesn't come across as really "quote unquote" promotion. Instead, it for the event as much as it is the person, and right. uh, it's kind of like a dual purpose. So, well, there you have it. A little behind the scenes on how we do things at Social Media Examiner. Let's transition over to today's awesome interview with Vivica von Rosen. Helping you simplify your social safari, here's this week's expert guide. I'm very excited to be joined today by Vivica Von Rosen. If you don't know who Vivica is, she's the world's leading LinkedIn marketing expert. She's authored the book, LinkedIn Marketing an Hour a Day. She's the founder of LinkedIn to Business, which is a LinkedIn marketing consultancy. And she also does an awesome chat on Twitter called LinkedIn Chat, Pound LinkedIn Chat, and that, that's the hashtag. And you can find that on Tuesday nights at 5 Pacific. Vivica, welcome to the show. Thanks. You just aged yourself saying pound. Yeah. What do I say? Hash? Right. All the oh, yeah. 20-year-olds are like, oh, yeah. a pound sign? Nobody who's 20 is listening to my show. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna, I'll hear from them. Yeah. Okay. For, for everybody who's listening, we just like went for like eight minutes and realized we didn't hit the record button. So 
Exactly. That's part of the reason we're laughing so much. It's like, oh my gosh. Well, listen, here's what we're going to talk about today. Vivek and I are going to dig into um, LinkedIn mobile. What does it mean for marketers? What does it mean for business? Uh, LinkedIn has a lot of apps that chances are pretty good you don't know about. So Vivek, let's start by talking about at the big picture, um, what are some of the apps that LinkedIn has? Sure. So the newest mobile app is just an update of the LinkedIn app that they've had for a long time, but it is awesome. Um, And we'll talk about that more a little bit later, but it has a ton of other apps too, which like you said, Mike, a lot of people might not know about. There are, you know, apps for jobs, uh, job seekers. Well, it's called the job search app. There's a recruiter app for recruiters. Um, There's the apps that came kind of with the companies that LinkedIn bought, right? So there's the SlideShare app. There's the uh, Connected app, which is a CRM, a customer relationship management tool app. There are apps that that are associated with LinkedIn's premium accounts, like, again, like the Recruiter app, like the Sales Navigator app, um, like the Lookup app, like the Elevate app. Um, There's Pulse, which is their newsreader, which, again, pre-existed LinkedIn's purchase of it, but, of course, they've changed it a lot to to fit in with the whole LinkedIn community. And there's the new Groups app, which... um, which also I like a lot. So there are just so many different um, mobile apps out there now. They don't, they're not all available on all mobile phones. Like they're all available on the iPhone, but some of them like the connected app and um, I think Pulse and, and some of the other ones are not available on like say an Android. And uh, we were talking before I hit record that they're not all, <laughs> that they're not all free. No. And some of, go ahead and elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, so if you have to pay for it on LinkedIn, you have to pay for it on mobile, right? So it's you can download the like I've downloaded the Recruiter app, I've downloaded all the apps, but you can't actually get access and use the apps that are linked to paid accounts on LinkedIn. So like LinkedIn Recruiter, um, kind of goes without saying what that is, but it's it's the recruiter, um, it's the recruiter premium account on LinkedIn has its own app, and then Elevate, which is a relatively new offer from LinkedIn, is kind of a company CRM system wrapped up in content management, wrapped up in content curation tool. It's pricey, so unless you're medium to large size company, you're probably not going to buy Elevate, so you're probably not going to use the app. But um, for the larger company, it's it's actually a pretty nifty little tool. And for those of us who don't have like a $25,000 a quarter marketing um, fee just for LinkedIn, there is an app called LinkedIn Lookup. And it's, I call it Elevate Light, but it's just a way for members of the same or employees of the same company to, uh, to exchange contact information, to connect with each other on LinkedIn, to maybe share some content. And it's almost like a little, a little hub within LinkedIn itself. So that's definitely worth a look. So um, real quick, so the lookup thing is kind yeah. of like a little... I'm going to date myself again, but like an, <laughs> like an intranet for just employees yeah, to share stuff. Yes, exactly, exactly right. Now, how does that differ from Connected? And is that and is that a free app or no? Yep, Connected is free, only available, I think, still on the iPhone. Um, and actually, I, I I was on it the other day, and it it looks like it's taken away some of the functionality. But um, what it is is again, it's a CRM system, and 
Connected HQ was the, the company that LinkedIn bought. So it allows you mainly, and you've seen this all over the place, it allows you to see announcements. So um, if someone has had a birthday, if someone just got promoted, if someone changed Oh, is this the one that everybody uses before they go into a meeting? To that kind of, is the one that, kind, yeah. that kind of gets some intel on what's going on in their life. And is it purely LinkedIn or is it all the social networks that they're surfing, so to speak? It's purely LinkedIn. Okay. Um, it, it didn't used to be. When it was Connected HQ, it was all of them. And for a while, LinkedIn allowed the others in. But but now it is, unfortunately, um, purely purely LinkedIn. And they are putting some limitations. I notice you cannot do as much with it as you used to be able to do. But my, my feeling is that LinkedIn is actually either going to integrate Connected more into the main LinkedIn app or they're going to build upon Connected and, and potentially charge it for it as well but that's conjecture i have no idea really talk talk <laughs> briefly about the groups app because i know that's one of the newer additions right Yes. Oh my gosh. I love the groups app. Um, not so much a fan of, of the new groups user interface on the, on the website itself because um, I, I find this extremely limiting. But what I like about the mobile app is it has this highlights tab. And the highlights tab shows me the note of, it, it, it shows me who has been um, interacting with my content. And I don't know why they don't really have an easy way of finding that on the website itself but yeah in the groups app you can do that so that that i really like when and you say interacting with my content what do you mean by that like who's oh, liking, liking it or whatever sharing exactly gotcha. liking sharing commenting on um so that that to me is 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 very powerful um and you know and you can use the at sign to tag someone now um which works most of the time well I, I groups used to be a pain in the butt in the, in the linkedin oh, app that it was totally couldn't. limiting right i mean it was oh, like five really. steps to get there right oh yeah it was complete it was completely useless and just so you guys know um the the there is a groups section on the main linkedin mobile app but you don't want to go there you just want to open up the mobile app on the the, the groups mobile app and what's cool about the new LinkedIn app is there's like a little navigation grid. So if you're on your home screen on the top right-hand side, you can click on that navigation grid. And then you can really jump into um, any of the, the LinkedIn mobile apps. So from there, you can jump into your groups app. And that's, and that's where you really can begin to um, begin to to connect and engage with your network, which again is a little bit harder to do on, on the main network now, unfortunately. Have you experienced the have you tried out Facebook groups app by chance or no? I have not yet. No. Okay, cool. Well <laughs> I haven't tried out the LinkedIn groups one, so it'd be interesting to see how they compare. Um let's step back for a second. Why do you feel like LinkedIn is finally getting their app game on, if you will? Well, I think they're finally realizing, or maybe they've realized for a long time, that more people, more and more and more people are using um, mobile. In fact, I remember um, uh, at, at actually Social Media Marketing World last year um, listening to, um, oh gosh, I'm totally spacing, can see him perfectly in my mind. De uh, Miller, uh, Jason, thank you. Um, 
Yep, Jason Miller. Right, Jason Miller talking about mobile usage in that. I think it had peaked, it had crossed over to like 53%. Wow. So now more people are using mobile than they're using the desktop, which is interesting because they are making the mobile much more friendly and approachable, in my humble opinion, than, than the desktop is. And in fact, they've changed the desktop to reflect the mobile in some cases, and it's not working. But I think that LinkedIn finally realized, yes, people are on their mobile phones, um, whether you're a business person or an employee or a marketing professional or a nonprofit, you know, if you are using LinkedIn, you are still using your mobile phone. And we need to make sure that our mobile phone is, is very flexible. Our mobile phone app is very flexible and conversant. And it is. I wonder if they, you may not know the answer to this, but well, let's zoom in on the link, the new LinkedIn app. And my first question is, which you may not know the answer to is, do you know if it works on a tablet? And yes, then, it does. <laughs> it does. And um, for a while it was doing, it, it, it worked on a tablet, but in the way that iPhone, iPad apps work on a tablet, right. but they, they updated that maybe a week ago. Um, and so, yes, it, it, it is. Because really- a lot of people on their couch, I would imagine, are sitting yes. there with a tablet, not a laptop, yeah. and maybe not even their phone, you know? Yeah. Um, so cool. All right. Landscape mode too. Awesome. So it, it wasn't doing landscape mode and it's doing landscape mode now too. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's dig in a little bit on the LinkedIn app. Like what, what are the new capabilities of it over the old one and how is it, um, you know, how is it better and so on and so forth. Let's just dig into it a little bit. Sure. Sure. So gosh, there's the, um, what I like about it is even though there's, you can actually dive pretty deeply into it, it's a very usable interface. So compared to the old interface, it's to me significantly easier to use, which means you'll use it more. And if you use it more, <laughs> it means that you're, you're staying in contact with your network more, which means hopefully more visibility, which means more business. So I think just the ease of use means we'll use it more, means more visibility, means more business. So that's, 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 probably one of the most important things. Yeah. And I think we should probably stress, I've got it up while I'm talking to you here. (laughs) It looks a lot like Facebook and, and, you know, that's not a bad thing really. Right. I mean, that's one of the things I've heard over and over from people is uh, uh, it's amazing how, 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 how good it is and how intuitive it is. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Facebook, except the navigational stuff is on the bottom instead of the top. Right. Right. I mean, I mean all the little, the little numbers. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And what's been your feedback? I mean, what have you been hearing from the world on this? I mean, I know you have your own opinions, but what do people think in general about this? People are liking it. I've done a couple interviews and and LinkedIn chats and blabs now on it. People are really liking it. There's there's still some minor limitations. For a while, you couldn't customize an invitation, but they fixed that. Um, I think the only thing people are complaining about right now is that you can't really see the contact info. You used to be able to on the old app, and you can't see the contact info anymore, which makes me think that LinkedIn's going to be doing something with connected. Like okay, now wait. When you say the, you can't see the contact info. Like Sorry. elaborate a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. So when you're looking at another member's profile, um, even if they're a first level connection, you can no longer see their email address and their phone number. You can send them a message, but uh. you can't email or phone them from the app and you used to be able to. So that's weird. I think it's a conscious decision from LinkedIn to take that off because otherwise... Oh, you think they're going do? down the messenger route, huh? I think they're going down... Well, they have messenger. They integrated messenger here. So I think they're going down the CRM route. I think they're going to pull that into the... the. I think they're going to pull that into the connected app or somehow make that in and of itself a little a mini CRM system that, yes, we may have to pay for to get access to. 
Huh. Very intriguing. That seems to be the only real downside. I mean, people are complaining that the the groups and company pages aren't great. Well, you can always go to the groups app and then they are great. And the company pages, meh, you know, they might come up with a new company pages app would be my guess um, with its own set of analytics and ability to engage. But until then, there's plenty to do on the app. I mean, the updates are easier to use, right? Um, One of the things that I didn't like about the old app is it was really difficult to share an image. Like you had to use Evernote or use Dropbox or somehow, I mean... Oh, it wouldn't wouldn't take it off your camera roll. Right. You could just take a picture and send it, right? So you can now, which is really great for those of us who do a lot of conferences and do a lot of trade shows, you know. Sometimes you want to take a picture with an influencer and tag them and post it. Um, It's not that you... You know, you want to go down the crazy lane with this. You don't want to be a stalker. But there are certainly times when it is beneficial to you and your business to be associated with a with a person. Or there, there just might be a good reason for you to take a picture and share it. And the new, the new updates make it so easy. It really is. Because, like, yeah. when you're on the homepage, right at the top, it says share and photo. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. let me ask you this question. Um since you brought up events, can you put yep. hashtags in on the mobile device and will it hotlink them so you can kind of like dig deeper on hashtags and stuff? Yeah, you can put hashtags in, but as Jason said, because I asked him that, I'm like, what is what is with hashtags and, and LinkedIn? They're, and not, they're not a big deal not, with they're LinkedIn? Not, they're not useful at all. Huh. They may go, I mean, it seems to me that that is a next step for LinkedIn. Um, they, again, they may be not, they, they may be restricting the usability of hashtags because for some reason, LinkedIn really restricts the usability of the search. And they maybe they don't want people to be able to search on hashtags for I don't know what reason. But um, that might be a reason why. But yeah, hashtags, meh. But what you can do is tag people now. You know, like use the at sign, right. start typing in someone's name, and you can tag them. And that, thank goodness is is available it's a little glitchy right now it works about i don't know 60 70 percent of the time so just know yep. linkedin's working on it but um couple but quick things you actually can couple quick things i want to yeah. for those that haven't tried it yet i mean it does look exactly like facebook yeah. i mean like if you woke up and i put this in your hands <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd be you're thinking you're looking at a new version of facebook like exactly. what it, you know exactly i mean it, it, everything from the way that it pulls in the big image and then it has the little text headline underneath yep. it and the link everything about it looks exactly like Facebook. But I, what I want to talk to you about, which is a little confusing to me, is there's a couple different navigation controls across the bottom. There's home and there's me. Yep. And then there's messaging and then there's yep. my network. So this yep. is where I get confused. Like right. what is home and what is me and what is my network? Can you help explain the differences? Sure. So your home is similar to your home page, limited, but similar to your home page on LinkedIn. Think of it as where my updates are. It's like my newsfeed, right? Is that what you're saying? Like, it's my newsfeed. It's okay. where I see updates. It's where I share updates. So yeah, it's my newsfeed. It's where it's where updates live, um, pretty much. And and what I like about it again is the the algorithm seems to be smarter than even on. I don't know why they would be different, but the the algorithm on my phone seems to be smarter than the one on my desktop. And what I mean by that is when I go to Pulse or when I go to the newsfeed on my desktop. 
eh, you know, the content there is usually junk. I'll admit it. Um, But when I go to my app, it's always people I know. And it's always good information. So I'm not sure what algorithm they're using now, but it seems to be more relevant to me um, on on the app. So that's that's really cool. But that's the homepage. Think of homepage as your timeline. By the way, do you know if they've had an increase in usage since they came out with this app? Because it's so visually attractive, yeah. I would think people would be more compelled to go into it, you know? There's no numbers yet, but I would be strongly, I think as people discover, and it's so new, right? It's, right. it's what, less than a month old. Right. So, right. yeah, I think I think it's absolutely going to up the, I know I'm using it more, yeah. um, and everyone I talk to is using it more because it's easier to use. So I would guess absolutely yes. Okay, so when I click on me, I see all sorts yep. of stuff that looks very different than when I look at my profile on the web. So maybe you can explain exactly. what this is. And there's actually two pages of me, and I think that's confusing some people. So the first page of me is notifications about your content and about you. So it's people's interaction with you and your content. So it's people who viewed your profile. It's people who have viewed and shared your content. It's kind of like mentions on Twitter. It's like mentions on Twitter. It's exactly right. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's your notifications. Again, I never go to my notifications on the browser, but I do tend to here, and that helps me nurture relationships. Like, as, as I just go in here now, I'm, I'm seeing things that I did not see on the browser. Yeah, and this is a big marketing advantage here. We should probably state people because, yeah. right, I mean, like, when you think about this, like, uh, you know, you like on Facebook, you don't, you on Facebook, every time anybody does an action, right, you get a little red thing that comes right. up. And this is kind of the same thing, except in one nice pretty feed. So yep. you can immediately say, thank you so-and-so for exactly. looking at my profile. I mean, it's all sorts of actions, right? It's following me. You get, yep. Following me, who's viewed your profile. And what's cool is I find it extremely easy to just click on someone's, it's not that you can't do this on the browser, but to click on someone's name and invite them to connect. I mean, it's super, it's, it's really easy to do from here. There seems to be less restrictions than there are on the browser. Um, the other thing is that they, LinkedIn does have notifications on the browser, but they're so diluted with all the notifications about everything, like who's published that and who's liked that and who's looked at you and who's, there's so many that the actual updates on your uh notifications on your updates are diluted and so that's one of the reasons i really do like this now, like this the 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 yeah. um the the me and then if you click on the little arrow um it, the little arrow on the right-hand side that takes you to the next page and that allows you to actually do some light editing Oh my gosh, that's almost invisible. That's intriguing. I know, I know. It's it's not that intuitive. I I had to play around a while before I found it. So for those that are following along, you click on me and then just right to the right of your name is a little tiny right kind of open bracket and you click on that. Exactly, that's exactly right. And what's neat is though, once you're there, there's a couple things. So first of all, you can edit your profile. You can edit portions of your profile. So you can edit what they're calling the intro area, which they finally named it, thank goodness, which is your name, which is your education, where you live, your zip code, um, your professional headline, which is that little area right underneath your name, your summary section. And this is really useful because I cannot tell you how many times I've been at a conference. I've heard a great idea about something to do on my LinkedIn profile. And I'm like, oh, I have to go change my profile. And on the old app, you couldn't do it. 
now on the new app, I can just go into me, click on that little arrow or that parentheses, go in and make some edits, especially to my summary section. So it keeps my profile super relevant, which is really important when you're at a conference or when you're at a trade show, or it's just important that you have a relevant profile. So that I like. The other thing is you can see your posts and you can share your publisher posts. So you couldn't do I'm that. I'm so glad. Yeah. Because on the web, I could never find my activity. I could right. never find my posts. I, could, I, yeah. I knew they were in the feed, but I didn't know where they lived. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, not only is it easier to find your posts here, but you can share them. And since, I mean, just in the month since this has come out, someone will say, oh, how do you do that? And, you know, I'll, I'll be at a conference or I, I won't be in front of my computer and someone will say, oh, you know, how do you, how do you change your, your, your LinkedIn profile URL? And hey, what do you know? I got a post on that. So I just go into my profile, I find that post and I share it to them and I tag them. And now I've, I've, I've shared it publicly, so I, it's gotten another share. It's getting more views, and I've tagged them so they have access to it super easy, which also drives them back to my profile, which gets me more views, which in, increases my ranking, and there's just a lot of benefits. But, yeah, the ability to see all your posts in one place and, boom, share them on the fly is, is huge. I now, think. I've got a question for you. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going back, so I'm just on the me thing. Yep. And um, – there's people that view my profile and there's yep. people that follow me and then there's people that like my, and share and all that stuff. But the yep. follow me part is the part I'm confused about because I was always under the impression that, and and this is just my old way of thinking perhaps, that yep. my network was purely the people that I've agreed to have a connection with. But what's the difference between someone who I'm connected to versus someone who's following me? Same exact same thing as Facebook followers, right? So, um, if oh yeah, want, okay. So on yeah. Facebook, you have to turn that on. Yeah. Uh, on LinkedIn, it sounds like it's, it's on automatic. by default. Yeah, and unfortunately, or fortunately, how I'm do not you know sure. how many people you have following you? Um, yeah, you should be able to see it. So you can't see it, or I haven't been able to find out how to find. Oh, here it is. On, here it is. Oh, under you, under you, your you act, under your oh, okay. activity, it says the number of followers. Oh, there you go. See, I don't. I actually don't even have that. So that's funny. Yeah, it says um, sixteen hundred and seventy-three followers. There you go. And it's just on. It's on the page where you you know you see your profile. Right, right. That's funny because LinkedIn's just telling me who's viewed my profile and who's viewed my shares. So huh. we're actually seeing something different, which is interesting. Well, no, oh, cool. but it's that's not good. on. It's not on where it says viewed your profile and viewed your share. It's on that little right arrow, the little wet, the little arrow. Oh, there it is. Okay, I see what you're saying. I was yeah, on the wrong. It's just page. below yeah, your yeah, activity. You yeah. Okay, and so anyone can follow you, and the bottom line is they see your updates, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, exactly. so the more that the more updates you put into the feed, likely the more followers you get, and it's just like Facebook. So that's awesome. Exactly. Um, okay, so so far we've talked about home and we've talked about me. What about messaging? What's different about that, if anything? Everything. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. On the browser, again, not a fan. I like. I loved the old inbox on LinkedIn. It was, to me, so much more usable. Um, however, on this app, the messenger makes sense. So it is, it is literally, I think it's, I think it's exactly like Facebook Messenger. I really do. Um, so you can, you know, you can see uh, someone can send you a private. It, there, it's private message. So messaging is private message messages. It's the old LinkedIn inbox, and it's you just message each other back and forth. Um, 
I'm not a fan because, like I said, you, you can't filter the way you used to be able to filter. Like, I can't filter out invitations from group invitations from, uh, well, introductions. LinkedIn got rid of introductions from um, from referrals from messages from in-mails. So they're all kind of clumped together. But it is easy to, to message back and forth. And what's also awesome now is you can add a photo um, very easily. So that's that's new that you can add a photo to your messages. And um, emojis, you can add emojis too. Because, <laughs> you know, everyone, everyone on LinkedIn wants to send emojis. But yeah, so you can add um, photos and emojis, which is, which is pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, on LinkedIn, on the browser, you can also attach files. But uh, so far, I haven't quite figured out how to attach files yet. Um, I huh. think that's probably coming, uh, or maybe they LinkedIn just assumes you're not going to have many files on your phone. But you can attach photos and emojis, so you know. That's what cool. I thought was kind of cool is it also is smart. So you start typing in the name, and it'll, it'll just oh, yeah. it'll just kind of. Um, I don't know how to say this. Auto complete it. Yeah, yeah, it'll auto complete. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So yeah, that's good too. That's good too. And yeah. do you actually does it have an ability to turn on um, notifications so that like um, how can I say this? A little number will show, show up on on the LinkedIn app itself, or you'll get some sort of a notification on your phone that says you have a new message. Um, are you aware of that, or do you have to actually launch the app to see all that? to see the messages. I think you have to launch that. It's funny because when you said that, I'm like, oh yeah, I get notifications because I've got an iWatch <laughs> or a watch, an Apple watch. So I do get my notifications on that, but I actually don't see it popping up. But then again, I, I don't tend to, yep. to in settings turn that on. So right, right. Cool. Um, that would be, yes, you do. Of course you do. Yes, of course you do because I have gotten I have gotten notifications before. Okay, cool. So, so, yeah, so messaging is super easy. You can use pictures, mm -hmm. emojis, and, um, um, and just chat back and forth. Very cool. Let's yeah, talk about yeah. the My Network. What the heck is that? So My Network is um, where you, and, and again, this is where it kind of pulls in the Connected HQ. So this is where you get to see your announcements and congratulate people for getting a new job, which is meh. Um, it's also where the people you may know section is, which is unique to LinkedIn, I think. Um, it looks at your network. It looks at where you've lived and, and companies you've worked at and says, hey, you might want to meet this person too. Um, the downside of the people you may know is you can't customize the invitation. So that's that's kind of a, a problem in my opinion. Um, if you look up at the top right hand or top left hand side, rather, that is your invitations. Yeah, and it's a, I, it's a little, it looks like two little people with a red dot on it. I know, I know. It's not. Which it's is not intuitive, but the red dot at least got me to click exactly. on it, you know? Exactly. And the two little people are the same um, two little people that are on the on the browser. So that's, they're, they're pulling over that, that branding, I suppose. Here's what's really, really, really good about invitations on the mobile, not so much on the browser. You can easily see if someone has customized an invitation. You have to be a magician and, uh, you know, a contortionist to figure out how to do that on LinkedIn browser. I mean, it's... Oh, it's yeah. It's awesome. It's like, it's, like, it's like you see the whole message and you can reply right there within the invitation, which is cool. Exactly. And that was my point. And then you can hit reply before you ever accept it. And then, of course, it's easy to accept them as well. Um, and you can just push on the person's name again, and it'll take you to your their profile. So you're like, mm, maybe I don't want to connect with that person or, oh, my gosh, yes, of course I want to connect. And then I can go back to invitations and I can 
reply to that person. It's way easier to do on the phone than it is on the on the browser. And then once I've replied to him or her, I can hit the little checkbox and we're good to go. So that I love. Um, you know, and the other the other button is your connections. That's, that's kind of what I would have expected to show up yes. for my network, but you have to yeah. push a couple buttons to get to it, you know? Exactly, which which is a little which is a little weird. Um, so yeah, what, what, here's the question. What are these little brief cards that come up at the top? Okay, so when you pull up my network, like it says nine new update, updates from your 398 connections, right. and it says like here's one guy's work anniversary, and it looks like I can swap to the... I can kind yeah, of pull to the left or right or something yeah, like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. So, um, oops, and I accidentally just said congratulations to someone, but whatever. So, the connected HQ that I was talking about, when LinkedIn integrated it into the into the browser, they um, one of the big deals was this little announcements feature. So everyone who changed their profile, whether they actually had a new job or not, you got an announcement that they got a job or they're having a birthday or whatever. Right. And so it's a really, again, it's, it's, it's for those in-between times, you know, when you're standing in line, when you're sitting, you know, in, on the subway, when you're, when you're in the elevator, it's for those in-between times. But it's surprising depending on on the updates like who you congratulate on their new job or who you congratulate on their new birthday it can lead to a conversation and i remember i was talking about the connected hq app before it was ever part of the mobile family and um one of my one of my clients in canada she <laughs> she used it and said you know can, she saw an old boss of hers i think it was and said oh i see you have a new job congratulations and he said oh my gosh we haven't talked in 5 years how are you let's do coffee no they didn't get married but but <laughs> when they had coffee he said um you know, what are you doing now? And she explained what she was doing now. And he said, Oh my gosh, I've got, um, an RFP. I think that you'd be interested in, I'm going to send it to you. So he did, he sent it, he, he sent it her, he sent her the RFP. She applied for it and she got a $3 million contract. Wow. Right. Which never, ever would have happened if she said, Oh, congratulations on your new job. I'm not saying that every time you get on LinkedIn connected or get into this update. Well, I guess that's right? the, the key point here is to maybe update your profile every never once in a while. Right. Know. Oh, exactly. And say congratulations because li- literally it's a touch, right? It's a boom, congratulations, right. especially if you actually know the person because um, I'm connected to some people I don't know. So it is a really, really, really great way to stay in touch with some people. And it's just, it's that one touch, right? They, they, they say you need seven touches to create a sense of trust with someone. So it's one of the seven touches. It takes literally seconds why not do it? And yeah, so it's just sitting there in, in your updates. Okay, the logical question that's going through my brain here beyond what you just talked about is since it's integrate since LinkedIn is integrating with our camera roll, are you starting to see people get more personal on LinkedIn and start sharing things from their life? Like I don't know. I mean, because like yeah. you know, I mean it, it kinda Stop. what what's on your camera roll but your life, you know what I, I mean? mean? So I'm curious, <laughs> I, is it getting a little more like Facebook? Are people actually saying like, here I am, here's my awesome dinner that I just had, or, you know, is that stuff happening yet? Oh my God, I hope not. I'm not getting that yet at all. Um, Once people discover that, I mean, like, think about it. I mean, they're not just going to take a picture of their office or the party. You would imagine they're going to start sharing other personal stuff up there, and I wonder how that's going to fly, you know? Exactly, exactly. You know, um, a lot of people complain right now even about some of the infographics and some of the shares on LinkedIn's timeline. So people will get unfollowed if they share too much trivial 
real stuff. Right. Um, there will be stalking and, you know, some kind of nefarious communications, I'm sure. Hopefully, people still understand that LinkedIn is a business networking site right. and they will keep it business related. But yeah, there'll probably be some food shares. Yeah. And actually, as you mentioned that today, I was on the phone with my Infusionsoft person, uh, April, and we were talking about microphones because I literally have seven microphones. Um, and and I didn't, I didn't think to share it with her on LinkedIn, right? I went into Messenger and I shared it with her on Messenger. But I did take a picture of my seven microphones. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think it will as people get trained and understand. But I think right now people are still not even really trained to use Messenger. So, A, they have to get trained to use Messenger on LinkedIn, which ironically is the same name as Facebook Messenger. Now, is, is, that, is that a separate app? No, no, it's it's the messaging. Oh, it's okay. The, it's the little center thing there. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people thought LinkedIn was going to come out with a separate app. I like it embedded. Like, I don't like the fa- the fact that you have to jump back and forth on Facebook. Right. Um, you don't really. I mean, it's navigatable, but um, but I like it being right embedded. In, okay. You know, and in, in the last couple minutes, Vivica, yes, just because we are running up against stand here, um, <laughs> do you have any little content tips? for marketers, you know, because now that we have this ability to very easily put updates out on our phone, you know, what are some things that we could be doing to kind of get seen in the feed of LinkedIn now that this mobile app makes it so convenient and easy to do? What 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 are you seeing in your feed that's interesting and creative? Because in the past, it's just been, here's a link to my blog post, right? I mean, right, like, right. Wh- where is this going? What are your thoughts on this? Well, you still want to share your content. You just want to add a little bit more content to your content, right? So if you are going to share a post, if you are going to share an update, you do have, um, again, a faster on-the-fly opportunity of, of, of tagging people, of mentioning people. So I think that's going to that's gonna increase um, communication and visibility, which, you know, I guess I've, I'm sounding a little bit like a, a broken record on that. But I think that is the, the main and key part here. And then responding um, so, to people is more easy, right? responding to people is easier. So, yeah, the whole communications is, is just so much easier. I think the more – and the more that you communicate, the more that you engage, the, the more LinkedIn's algorithm is going to like you. So I think you're going to show up more and your key content is going to show up more. Um, the other thing that I think is important is those other apps that we started this, this, this interview with are very important. Like the groups app is very important. The connected app is very important. We didn't even touch SlideShare. Oh my gosh, SlideShare is so powerful. We'll do another whole gig on SlideShare at another time. But, um, you know, the ability to navigate in and out of those other apps and use those other apps potentially for marketing, um, which is another six hours worth of content. But, you know, that that easy navigability, is that a word, between <laughs> between the apps is is so important. Um, but but I it all comes down to it all comes down to ease of finding, connecting and engaging with people. Um, if you're in an event, you know, connect to them right away. Don't grab their card and go, oh, I'll connect to them when I get back up to my room. No, they're standing in front of you. Send them an invitation right away. You know, what are they going to do? Ignore it? Maybe, but hopefully not. And then of course, once they're connected to you, now you have a better opportunity to engage and, and build that relationship and build that trust and hopefully build that business. Okay. I got a couple a couple shot fire quick questions okay yes quick answers because i want to get through them um okay. first one is video um yeah. does youtube is youtube still the preferred video channel on linkedin yes okay um, you can use you can use others though like vimeo as well vimeo as well yeah okay but there is no upload of video or anything yet not yet. Um, okay. Although, you know, having said that, you keep talking. I'm going to I'm going to check something here. OK, well, I could. I, yeah. I mean, when I was 
you know, when I was looking at the camera roll, I didn't notice whether or not it allowed me to upload video or not. So, you know, that'd be really curious, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Th- so while you're checking that, the next question is <laughs> scheduling. Is there any kind of penalty if we use scheduling apps to get our content on LinkedIn, like we know there is on Facebook, or at least we've been told there isn't, but there has been in the past, you know? So yeah. said another way, if we use like a Hootsuite or whatever to push our content over to LinkedIn, does that limit the likelihood it's seen in the LinkedIn feed? It doesn't limit the likelihood that it's seen. It can come across really weird looking. So that's just something to be Oh, aware really? Of. It won't look yeah. as good? It looks better if you manually post it. It looks better if you manually. I did discover a new tool called Socio... Sociomonials, S-O-C-I-A-M-O-N-I-A-L-S, which is phenomenal. It, 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 yeah, it's phenomenal. So um, okay. that, that is the one tool I've discovered that will allow you to share photos and hold that integrity. Is the feed curated now? Meaning if you follow me, do you automatically see everything that I post yeah. in your feed or is it a limited feed, so to speak? It's limited still. It's curated for sure. They say it's not, but I, I, it, it is. What about publisher? Does it look any different on the app than it does than the other stuff that's posted? Well, you can't create. Um, yeah, it's going to look a little. It's going to be squished down like all things on mobile are, okay. and the image is going to look a little bit different. You can't create a publisher post on the app yet. I'm hoping they come out with they. Um, they are coming out actually with a, with a publisher app. So for right now, though, you can only share published posts that you have already created. Were you able to determine if LinkedIn does upload video or not? Probably not, right? Um, I'm thinking no. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at let's, everything. Let's err on the side of reason and say no. Let's err on the side of reason and, say, no. the of reason and yep. say, awesome. yeah, it doesn't look like it, it is allowing me to. Although you can use GIFs now. Cool. Yep, and do they, auto, do they auto play? They seem to auto play. They, oh, they cool. did on mine. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. Which was, which was so, um, all right. I could go on and on and on with you for hours, Vivica. <laughs> but instead, I want to give people a chance to find out where they can learn more about you because you do have a book, you do have a LinkedIn, Twitter chat, you know, where people can connect with you. Yeah. So where's the, what's the best way for people to find Vivica Von Rosen? Um, you know, if you go to at LinkedIn expert on Twitter, I'm there. Um, I'm, uh, and let's just, be clear, the AT LinkedIn expert oh, or, no, or the at, at sign at sign. Thank you. At okay. sign LinkedIn. Thank you very much. Yep. At sign LinkedIn expert. I'm there. Um, if you Google LinkedIn expert, I think my LinkedIn profile is still the first one that shows up. Um, <laughs> if you, uh, I'm Vivica at linkedintobusiness.com. Feel free to send me an, an email. Um, I, okay. I, just I one more time. Vivica it. at sign and then LinkedIn to business. Business.com. Um, and it's V I V E K A at LinkedIn to business.com. Um, I do have the book, LinkedIn Marketing in Our Day. I actually have two more books coming out, probably first quarter. Um, so I'll, uh, 101 Ways to Rock Your, I'm with D- my friend Dana Steele, 101 Ways to Rock Your Content Marketing with LinkedIn and 101 Ways to Rock Your, your Personal Brand with LinkedIn. So keep an eye out for those. Awesome. Uh, and where can they meet you yeah. in person in San Diego? Oh, they can meet me in person in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be a uh, social media marketing world. So, um, yeah, I would love for you to come to my come to my session and 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 grab me after and check me out at the bookstore. And hopefully, my books will be done by then. Ooh, that 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 gives me a, something to focus on. Um, yeah, just come 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 grab me and and say hi and and, and Vivica is uh, very approachable. Uh, yes, and we'll she's talk not, about how much. We and all she doesn't hide myself. in a closet when she's done speaking. <laughs> she's very out there, very accessible. So, Vivica, just. First of all, thank you so much for uh, being a friend of myself and Social Media Examiner and for bringing all your knowledge to us today. I know that on behalf of my listeners, it was awesome. Oh, thank you so much. It's absolutely my pleasure. 
Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's podcast. If there was anything that we mentioned and you missed, don't worry. We take very detailed notes. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash 183, and that's where you can find all those notes. Also, if you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button on whatever your podcast player is. And by the way, would you let your friends know about this show if you like it? It helps us grow, and we love you know to grow, obviously. We'd love more listeners. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and I'll be back with you in the driver's seat next week. I hope you make the best out of your day, and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.